0: ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. All across CNY, it's the 315. Here's Brian Higgins. All right, rolling along on the program here on this Monday, getting our week started. As mentioned, less than a week to the Super Bowl, we'll get to that. Uh, later this week, but we're talking Q's hoops today. Orange coming off uh, a solid win at BC over the weekend on Saturday. And with that, as we always do on Monday, we bring in uh, Red Autry, brought to you by Apex and the 110 Grill in uh, Destiny USA. And Red, uh, welcome in back on our normal Monday uh, schedule here, as I think we will be for the uh, the rest of the way uh, this season. And uh, take us into that game on Saturday, because that was nip and tuck there for a while. What, what allowed you guys to close it out there in the last five minutes or so?
1: I think, uh, you know, <clears throat> I thought the last five minutes we, we really executed at a high level. And obviously our defense picked up, and I thought that was a difference in the game. Uh, we were very active. We got some stops. We got a couple of steals, block shots. We rebounded a couple of shots that they missed. And then on the other end, we executed. I thought, uh, you know, we got, a, we got some easy baskets. And uh, and then we took really good shots, Joe. I know Joe got a scored out of bounds play. You no, know, Judah had a nice pull up, and then he got a nice lob play to Jesse. And then we got Malik fouls who made two free throws. So I thought we were very efficient uh, towards the end of the game, and that was a difference, yeah, uh, the, offensively and defensively.
0: The, the Judah play, Red, that you mentioned that that one stands out in my mind. Like he got to the the baseline there, like elevated, squared up. Like it was a, it, it was one. It was weird. It kind of looked easy, but th- that is not an easy play <laughs> that he made. He, he just kind of made it look easy.
1: No, he's uh, you know it's it's uh, you know that's a shot that he can make. Uh, He he's really good in the mid range. He hasn't shot a lot of those this year, um, but he's he's pretty good in the the mid range, in the mid range. And he just kind of got to a spot and elevated up, and uh, like once he elevates and gets up, it's not it's not so many people that can kind of stop that shot. And uh, it was it was it was a timely shot that we needed.
0: And you know we've talked a lot in the last couple weeks or or two here about you know players on the bench and how do you respond coming off the bench. You know that was. About Chris and about Benny, uh, Judah. I don't want to say he was benched, but you know he was a longer spell on the bench earlier in the game than, than he has been having uh, recently. How do you think he absorbed that? Because it, it felt like it, he he took in whatever lessons uh, needed to be learned watching the game for a second, and was able to apply it after halftime.
1: Well, I think you know the one thing I've <clears throat> I've said uh, time again I, with this team is that uh, we can go to our bench. Um, and, and still be pretty good. It's not a it's not a drop off. I thought Samir was playing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought uh, you know, Judah kept himself engaged while he was on the bench. Um and uh cheering for his teammates and I think, you know, that always helps. We always talk about standing engaged in the game once you come out, cheering for your teammates because now when it's your time to go back in, you understand what's going on, you understand the flow of the game. You know, you don't, you don't ha- you don't have time to Get into the game. You need to be into the game, and I thought he did a really good job of uh, responding and, and and being engaged uh, on the bench. So when he got his number, when he got his name called again, he was ready to go.
0: And yeah, obviously a strong close to the game. He had 15 and just made really big plays uh, down the stretch, uh, as did a lot of people, as Red mentioned. There kind of listed off a few guys that made plays, and you know a guy that it put you in position to win was Jesse Edwards, uh, career day. Twenty-seven points, uh, does it on the court. He got hurt on last year that cost him the the rest of the season. Sometimes that can mess with you a, a little bit. Clearly did not uh, for Jesse. What did you make of his game? He's going against his guy Post. They grew up together to, to to take it to him like he did.
1: Yeah, uh, he was he was like you said he was phenomenal. Um, you know, I think the one thing where he was really good at was on the defensive end. And uh, he had some big-time blocks, and he had a couple of big-time deflections late in the game. But I just think, you know, on both ends, you know, you felt him on the court. You know, I thought he made his presence known on both ends of the floor. Offensively, he had it going. And uh, he was a handful. of Those guys. He was. He was uh, mobile. He was finishing plays. Uh, and then on the defensive end, man, he was just around. He was active. He was active. You know, he was coming up to the high post, getting his hands on deflections, knocked a couple away. Uh, a couple where he came back and, and stood people up and, and got a block shot. So he was. You know, it was. It was his day for sure.
0: Rand Archery joining us as he does every Monday. Brought to you by Apex and the One Ten Grill, both which can be found in Destiny. Uh, USA and and red, you know, we talked about it last week uh, briefly, the idea that, you know, Benny didn't play last Monday night, took a personal day, okay, he's going to be back at practice, and and he was back at practice on Wednesday and did play uh, on Saturday. How have you noticed, uh, you know, after the one game off, him uh, reintegrating himself into the group over the last few days?
1: Benny's fine. we got a close-knit group. Um, uh, This team is very close-knit, so uh, Benny was fine. You know, he came back and he practiced and you know got himself going, and again it was good to see him uh, engaged, you know, uh, on the bench cheering, cheering for his t- teammates, and and you know stepping in and coming in and playing. So again, uh, you know he he was fine. You know we're happy to have him back. He's been good since he's been back. So you know we just uh, you know we're moving forward and trying to finish out this season.
0: That's it. How, how do you think he played? It was just seven minutes, but uh, what what did he provide for you on the court on Saturday?
1: You know. Uh, you know, he got in and, you know, he did what he could do. I think, you know, for, you know, coming back and, you know, missing the game, you know, I think he did, you know, he had a nice finish on an out of bounds play. You know, he kind of rushed one shot, but, you know, that's here that, you know, that happens at times. And, you know, I thought he was solid.
0: Red, I want to ask you this a little bit about what Coach said after the game. You know, talks of retirement or not, or NIL and all that. How do you, you know, we we talk about all this stuff all week long. You guys practice basketball all, all week long. How do you keep the uh, how do you keep the two conversations separate in the building and on the court and all that stuff?
1: This is the first time someone's uh, asked me, so I don't talk to the media a lot. I don't talk to uh, different people. So for me, an assistant coach, you know, I just worry about getting our guys ready. Um, and going to practice, and, uh, and that's it. You know, I mean, I, you know, I can't control any of that other stuff, um, and, you know, that's how uh, I always try to approach it with our guys is just focus on what we need to do.
0: Yeah, and that's uh, that's how you keep the lights on there and win games. Uh, talking about the other stuff, that's how we keep the lights on here because uh, <laughs> right. that's what everyone wants to talk about uh, right. around these right. parts uh, for darn sure. But uh, here you are. We can see if you're watching on QSportsDoc.com, and you can see Red in uh, his office. The lights of the Mellow Center are on behind him. Uh, practice will be starting uh, before too long, and you guys will be getting ready uh, for Florida State coming up on Wednesday. What are you making of the Knolls right now, Red? Because you know, it feels like Florida State has the same team every year. They got 8 million guys. They play really well. <laughs> they, they win a lot of games. And then we get to this year, and for some reason, they're they're not winning at the clip that, that they have under Leonard Hamilton recently. What what do you notice about this year's FSU team that maybe is different than the last few?
1: Well, they lost one of their better players, uh, uh, Cameron Fletcher, who's out for the year. He was probably going to be the leader of the team. Um... And uh, then I know the other talented freshman, Bob Miller, he was unavailable for the first 15 or 16 games. Um, so they just kind of got up to a rough start. But once ACC play hit, you know, out of their win total, you know, six of them, a bulk of their wins have come into ACC, and one, including one on the road at Pittsburgh, you know, we all know is having a fabulous season this year. Um, so a very talented team. They still the same long with a lot of guys. Uh, a couple of guys that, in particular, that can really shoot the basketball, um, and uh, you know, defensively, they start. They're playing better. They're playing better. They just got up to a slow start, um, and so it'll always be tough. You know, they're going to defend. You know, Leonard Hamilton teams always defend, block shots, and they play a lot of guys, like you said.
0: Yeah, they. Uh, you know, they recently had a three-game losing streak uh, before they beat Louisville, but it's the three of the best in the league: in Miami, Clemson, and, and NC State. But had the pit win before that, beat Notre Dame. Uh, on the road before that, when you evaluate this team, Red, and you're watching film on it. How different does it look on tape here the last you know month or so than if you you pop in something from back in November or December?
1: You mean our team? Uh, no, Florida State. Florida State. Uh, I mean, I think again. I think they they got they they've added had the addition of Boba Miller, who's a talented freshman from Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they they've added another talented player along with Caleb Mills and uh, Warley and uh, Matthew Cleveland. Um, I'm probably leaving out a couple other guys because they have so many. And I think those guys are all just they're just playing better now. They get they kind of like whole. You know, like when you have a lot of guys missing, or some people may practice. You know, like Boba was practicing, but he probably couldn't play. So, I mean, he couldn't play. So, he's practicing probably, but he couldn't play. So, I think sometimes that's, a, that's an adjustment because you have a guy in practice and then, you know, you get to the game, he's not there. So, I just think they're starting to gel as a team. Um, and uh, and I think you see that in their wins and their games. And even those, those games that he played, you know, some of those games, you know, they went down to the wire or they were up, you know, and they've been up a lot in most of those games they just mm-hmm. haven't finished the games so well.
0: Yeah, they started 1 and 9 on the season. They are 7 and 7 cents. So that that's going back to literally the first week of December. So not that they've right. been a great team, but they've been a 500 team here over the last uh, two right. months or or so. So that's a whole different animal. So uh, what, what are you looking forward to in this in this game uh, red, you know, we're talking about Jesse coming off a big game. Uh, Judah had it going down the stretch. Didn't even mention Joe had 18 points. So what what stands out as the key to beating Florida State for you on Wednesday?
1: Well, obviously, we need those three to play well. We like for them to play well, but we just got to keep defending, um, taking care of the basketball, uh, getting the shots that we want. And, uh, you know, finishing off plays um, on both ends, you know, finishing you know out on the defensive end, getting rebounds, finishing off, knowing who their shooters are, um, and then getting back in transition because they like to push the ball a lot. So, you know, we just want to make it difficult for them, make them earn everything, and then uh, on the offensive end, just taking care of the ball and trying to get the ball to where, where we need to get it to.
0: All right, good stuff. Uh, safe travels down to Tallahassee tomorrow, and we'll all be watching on Wednesday night. We'll talk to you again next
1: Monday. Thanks. See you guys next Monday.
0: That is Adrian Autry, brought to you every Monday by Apex and the 110 Grill, both of them located in Destiny, USA. You know, I didn't really necessarily want to ask right about the whole Bayheim thing. Like, it's just so far afield from, you know, what the assistants are doing on a day-in, day-out basis. Like, they're not, like he, Jerry, and Griff, they're they're not oblivious to the outside world. Like, they're aware of what's going on. But at the same time, like that stuff, like all the stuff that we talk about all the time, with good reason. Like Red's gonna—he's my bet—is okay. We're done now. He's gonna get up. He's gonna leave his office. He's gonna walk downstairs, and a practice officially starts at four. I bet there's guys on the court right now. He's gonna go down there, and they're gonna do basketball stuff, and they're gonna play basketball. They—it's a very different way they have to approach it than the way that we get to approach it, good, bad, and otherwise. Like He's going to go downstairs and they, do Chris Bell and Justin Taylor and Benny and, you know, John Bull and whatever, whoever's hanging out in the forwards group today doing forward stuff, Kadir Copeland, maybe. And, you know, they're going to go downstairs and do basketball things and uh, not worry about who the next head coach is going to be and not worry about when Jim Bayheim's retiring and not worry about NIL or any of that. Weird times, man. Weird times. As said, you know, I said at the beginning of the show, for the lack of seriousness or gravity or, oh my God, that just happened of everything that's gone on in the last few weeks that we've talked about, man, like the alarm levels have risen way up here. I'm holding my hand very high compared to the actual stuff that's happened and been said, compared to some of the crazy stuff like legitimate, just whoa, that just happened stuff that we've had over the last 30 years of the watch of this program like we've woken up before, what the head coach is suspended for nine games what now like there's been a lot of crazy stuff this ain't that now Different story if the stuff should have been said out loud in the hallway or wherever. I, you know, whatever. We can talk about it. We can talk about basketball. We can talk about that. Glad to talk about any of it with all of you. 315 437 7644. Break now. We will motor along after this on QSportsTalk.com and ESPN Radio.